Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. Love you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. Good morning, River Church. Wow. Amen. This is my first time being in the new place. I like this place. Amen. And I like the whole campus. What do you think? Amen. <laughs> Can you see it? Amen. I like the whole campus. Amen. That ought to be something else you say. I like the whole campus. You know, remember, God's able to do exceeding abundantly beyond what you ask or think. If you can imagine it, he can outdo you. Amen. Praise God. It's such an honor to be with you this morning, all the way from Nigeria. Amen. River Church is our partner church. Not only our partner church, our partner family. Amen. We love your pastors. They're very precious to us. My wife and our congregation and our children, they send their love. This is a home to us. Amen. This is a part of your home. When we come here, we're at home. Amen. Glory to God. I've go, I go many places, but I like coming here. Amen. So it's an honor to be with you. And I trust God to say something to you this morning that will spark your life and cause you to reach further. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. In Nigeria, we're doing well. The church is doing well. You support us. So I want to just give you a quick update. Amen. Hi, Olivia. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just give you a quick update. We're doing well. The church is growing. We, are, we have another group in Lagos that God's been building up. Amen. So great things are happening. We have ministry to ministers that God's even expanding as we speak. So good things are happening. We have... Um, Plans to go into the innermost parts of the country, you know. Uh, it's not the jungle, but it's in the villages. Amen. Amen. I remember flying to California one year, uh, a couple of years ago. I landed in Fresno. I was still in the plane, just as the plane was about to touch down. The Lord said to me, jam in the village. Jam in the village. Raise up and... And uh, clean up some gems in the village. Referring to lives in the villages that have not seen the word. So we are calling it uh, a program. God made me a somebody. Amen. So we take, you know, we go into the villages. Bring the word of God to the people. Lift their lives up. And empower them with the word, uh, with the word of God to change their community. Amen. Turn them from just looking for help. To providing help. Amen. Amen. So those things are happening. And uh, we're looking at uh, this year to, to start doing some printing work. Printing um, operations that will allow us to print some books. From notable ministers that are from here and printed in Nigeria. And be able to get it to people. Yes. At a lower cost. Without them having to ship it overseas and things like that. Amen. So God is working. Amen. And we're so grateful that God put us all together to partner so we can have maximum influence. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So one of these days you should come down and see us, won't you? <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. All right. Well, that's just a quick update. Did you bring your Bibles today? Amen. 
I want to say hello to our folks in Nigeria. Some of them are watching. Hello. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Well, your pastor, Pastor Mark, has already started us off. So let's go back to uh, Genesis chapter 1. At least we'll start from there. Where we end up, no man knoweth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1. I like to read to us verse 26. Genesis 1, we will read from 26 through 28. Amen. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all. All. Say all. 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 It's part of, uh, part of all. Yeah, amen, over all the earth, amen, and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. So verse 27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Has this word changed? No. It hasn't, right? Because the Bible tells us that the word of God never changes. So this is still in place. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. This order is still in place. Yeah. But sin separated man from this kind of life. Okay. Glory to God. But what did God do? God, God recreated us in Christ Jesus to return us back to this particular command. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Um, I want to talk to you today. I have it in my heart to talk to you on the subject that God started to deal with me in Nigeria in our first service of 2023. Um, he reminded us how to uh, occupy places that God has given us, how to uh, appropriate things that belong to you already, and that is by the words you speak. The words you speak. Amen. I had a minister say that the most powerful thing that exists is the word of God. Amen. Not weapons, not money, but the word of God. But the Bible tells us that God created us in his image and in his likeness so that we can give voice to his word. So we can speak his word. Amen. That's why he made us new creation. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, so that we can speak his word. To, create, to be created in the image of God is to be created to be like God. To be created in his likeness means to function like him. Say function. Function like God. Function like God. How does God function? He speaks. He speaks. Amen. He speaks. Whether we realize it or not, your words direct your life. The words you speak direct your life. Money doesn't direct your life. People don't, the government doesn't direct your life. It is the words you speak that governs your life, that directs your life. Amen. So if you're looking to change any direction in your life, what are you going to do? 
Change the words you're speaking. Change the words you're speaking. We are created in Christ Jesus so that we can bring about everything that God designed in our lives with our words. Amen. Amen. With our words. If you're not speaking it, you wouldn't have it. Amen. Amen. Say after me, I'm created created to function function like God. God. Amen. Amen. How did God bring the blessing into man's life? He said. He said. Everything that God does, he does by speaking. The fallen man does things by labor. The reason man does things by speaking. Don't forget that. The fallen man. You know what I mean by the fallen man? The man who doesn't know Jesus as Lord. Operates through labor. If he wants increase, he will go get a third job. He will do everything. I mean, he's laboring. But a man in Christ, the new creation, if he wants increase, he will look up the scriptures that God has spoken and put it in his own mouth and begin to speak it. Why? Because he's created in the image of God, which empowers him to speak like God. It's the circumstances when he, when he hears the word of God coming out of your mouth, you can't tell whether it's God or not. Because you are created in his image. Amen. Glory to God. God has a wonderful plan for every believer. But you bring that plan into operation or into existence with your words. Amen. You are the only creature on this planet to bring the life of God into anything you come in contact with. The only creature. Why? Because you carry the life of God in you. The same life that is in God is in you. Amen. Amen. The same life that is in God is in you. But you release that life through your words. You release that life through your words. Anything, anything in your life can experience the life of God. But it can only happen through you speaking those words of life. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Jesus said, remember what Jesus said to us. He said, he that believeth in me, the works that I do. Shall he do also? He that believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Any believer in here in Jesus? You believe in Jesus? Wave your hand. Let me see. Because we're going to take account. Wow, praise God. Look at all that. Praise God. That means the works that Jesus did, shall you do also? Remember? The Bible tells us in, uh, um, where is it, uh, Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Do you know that heaven is expecting you to do the same? Jesus said it. Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do also. Why? Because you, number one, you are in Christ. As he is, so are you in this world. 
So the question then is, how did Jesus do what he did? You want to find out? How did Jesus do what he did? How was he able to do what he did? Glory to God. Go with me. Look at John 14, verse 10. We'll start from there. John chapter 14, look at verse 10. Glory to God. It says, Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak. The words that I speak. Did you see that? Yeah. The words that I speak. Notice Jesus said, you know, he that believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now Jesus is telling you the key to the works that he did or that he is still doing through us. He says, the words, the words, words, words that I speak. I, I speak, uh, well, let me read it. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Isn't it interesting? Yes. He's saying, the works that I do, shall you do also. And here he's telling us that the words he speaks, yes. he's not speaking of his own. But the Father is the one doing the works. Yes. Do you see the connection? So Jesus did what he did through his words. Yes. God. Amen. Amen. Jesus did what he did through his words. You remember when he was at the tomb of uh, Lazarus? Lazarus was dead more than three days, already buried and stinking. He stood there in front of the grave, in front of the tomb, and he said, Lazarus, yes. come forth. And the Bible said that he that was dead came forth. How did he do it? He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. He brought back to life somebody that was dead over three days and stinking. With words. With words. You can bring back to life in your life any area that has been dead. With your words. With your words. Amen. Remember when he encountered storm, he told the disciples, let us go over to the other side. And the Bible said they got on the boat to go over to the other side and, uh, uh, and there was storm. Storm arose to keep them from where they had set out to go. Remember what the disciples said? They saw the boat being filled with water and they woke him up from where he was sleeping. Remember, he had already pointed or declared where they were going. He said, let us go over to the other side. So where were they going? To the other side. So when things came up that, are, that were contrary, Okay, to push them away from going to the other side, to keep them from going to the other side, to keep them from seeing what he had spoken. Yes. What did he do? The disciples woke him up and said, Master, Master, carest thou not that we are about to perish? 
and you're here sleeping. Oh, come on, wake up, wake up, wake up. We're about to, we're about to, we're about to finish. We're about, oh, wake up, wake up, wake up. He already released his word. He already spoke the intended result. But circumstances arose that made it look like they weren't going to end there. So when they woke him up, you would think he would say, boys, give me the bucket. Oh, get a big hose. Let's just get this out. Was it what it did? What did he do? He spoke again. Peace be still. Peace be still. That's how he kept with the mission. You see, so when you say what God told you and you encounter difficulties in life, you you encounter circumstances, you encounter opposition, do you start fighting oppositions? No. Do you start hollering, oh, what are we going to do? Pastor, 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 pray. Oh, Pastor Marcus, pray. No, Pastor Marlena, pray. Oh, no. Is that what you do? No. What are you to do? You speak. You speak. Notice that after the, the wind and the storm come down, he looked at the disciples and said, where was your faith? Where was your faith? What was he asking for? Where was your saying? Where was your saying? Because you could have said the same thing I said. Amen. That's why you sh- there should never be a believer that sit down and feel sorry for themselves. Not when they are created in the image of God. You can speak your way out of anything. You can speak your way out of any difficulties. They will obey you just like they obey Jesus. Why? You are created in his image. You You are recreated in Christ Jesus. With all the features that Jesus had. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So it's important that we realize this. Your words direct your life. If you walk hard more than you speak, you will see less than God intended for you in your life. You don't prosper by hard work. You prosper by faith. And if you have faith, you shall say. Amen. We're just circling the airport. We'll get there in a little bit. (laughs) Amen. Remember another uh, description of what I'm sharing with you. Remember the Israelites? They were uh, told to go occupy the promised land. Hmm? Oh, praise God. They were going to occupy the promised land. And and in the wilderness, they said, we couldn't. We couldn't. That there were giants in the land. Oh, we couldn't. Oh, no, no, no. Look at that. Oh, man. Did you see the interest rate? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, on the, no, no. You know, they, even though God said, I have given that to you. Many of them didn't occupy. Why? Because they said we couldn't. Bible calls it unbelief. Unbelief is when a believer speaks contrary to what God said. But there were two people that made it into the promised land. Do you know the difference between them and the people that didn't? The words they spoke. Joshua and Caleb say, we're well able. The other ones say, we're not able. Joshua and Caleb say, we're well able. The other ones say, we're not able. And because they said we're not able, guess what they experienced? They didn't go in. 
They didn't go in. It's not about your hard work. It's not about your hard work. It's about your mouth. Amen. <laughs> somebody say, I'm looking for somebody to fix my problem. I say, okay. Sit down, open your mouth. <laughs> Let's check what's been coming out of it. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. You remember uh, Jesus at Jairus' house? The, one, the young damsel had been dead. And he walks in and he says, Oh, she's asleep. All the mourners, all the people that were crying all this time, started, all of a sudden started laughing. You got to watch your company. <laughs> you got to watch the people you hang around with. Hmm? Don't hang around with people that mock your faith experience. Don't hang around with people that make fun of you speaking your faith. Okay. But this was what was happening. So Jesus said, the damsel is just asleep. All right, you, you are taught well here, so I'm just picking up a few things so that I don't keep you here till 4 o'clock. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, so he said, the damsel was just asleep. They laughed at him, and he kicked them out. And he went over to where the damsel was laid, and he said, damsel, arise. How did he do that? Words. 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 Remember, don't forget, Jesus said, the works that I do, shall you do also. Amen. When was the last time you raised somebody from the dead? Yeah, I said, well, I, you have to be a minister now. No, is that what he said? No. He said, you, the works that I do, shall you do also. We are in Christ. Every believer. <laughs> has the power and the ability to do the works of Jesus. That's right. Amen. 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 And you do it with words. Yes. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory. How about enjoying the things that God has for you? Healing's available. Yes. Prosperity is available. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? Yes. Did you know how that woman got healed after? 12 years after suffering for 12 years, she was sent home to die. Did you know how she got healed? Did you know? Speak it. She spoke. She spoke. Remember, go read it in Mark, in Mark chapter 5. The Bible talks about, you know, that after she had suffered for 12 years and did not get better but grew worse, and she heard of Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. She heard of Jesus. And then she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. She said. And then she said, ah, now what she said became her movement. A lot of people make movement without saying. And their movements are based on natural stuff. But when you confess the word of God, when, the, when you speak the word of God, that word forms a bridge or a highway for you to walk on. Yeah. It becomes your faith path. Yeah. So she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. And she went through. And when she got to the place where she was going to touch the hem of his 
uh, of his garment, she encountered the same thing that Jesus encountered when, when he said, let us go over to the other side. Opposition, storms, you know, things to keep you. In her case, it was the crowd. So much crowd. You can imagine a woman that was weak, so weak, sent home to die, made her way there, and she looked, oh my gosh, look at the crowd. But what she said, the Bible said, for she kept saying. She kept saying. Can you imagine her looking to a big crowd? If I made but touch, and she found a hole. If I made but touch, she found another hole. If I made but touch, she found another hole. If I made but touch, she found another hole. As she kept saying, she kept seeing holes to get to touch to Jesus. Are you listening? If she had stopped saying, she would have been discouraged. But every saying created a path for her to keep going until she got to Jesus. Amen. And when she got to Jesus and touched him, Jesus turned around and said, who had touched me? For power had gone out of me. Showing you that God doesn't, God is not in charge of determining whether you enjoy the blessing or not. It's up to you. The disciples said to Jesus, hey, look, master, all these people are touching you and you say, who touched me? See, which tells me there are so many Christians making movement. But without faith, your movement is unrecognizable. How do you know that your movement is of faith? It has to come out of your mouth first. Yes. You say and you act. You say and you act. You say and you act. If you're acting without saying, you're trying to light up a grill without the flame. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. It's very important that we recognize this. Amen. Very important that we recognize this. I, I can take time to teach you one by one, but there's not enough time. So we're going to just gather it up. Amen. God has made wonderful things available to your life. He has. He has. And they are waiting for you to agree. That you have it. Amen. Like somebody will say. Hey, God will bless you. God will bless you. And somebody say. Amen. I hope he does. They've just lied to you. Why? Because he said. He has blessed us. With all spiritual blessings. In the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm a blessed man. You are a blessed person. You know, you, what are you doing? You begin to agree with God on that level first. Believe what God said about you. How do you believe what God said about you? You say the same thing. Say the same thing. Agree. 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 Amen. What are examples of areas for you to agree with God on? Everything you need is at your disposal. So what do you say? You wake up every day. Everything I need is within my reach. Everything I need is within my reach. Everything, everything, everything is within my reach. Why? Bible tells me. The word. He gave me the word. How many of you like words? 
Man of God, give me a word. Give me a word. <laughs> God gave us his word. Second Peter 1 verse 3. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So what should be found in your mouth? I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. What, what are you doing? You're showing your agreement. The more you say it, the more it empowers your steps. People take steps without saying and they become natural steps. What is it that changes your steps to supernatural? The words coming out of your mouth. The words coming out of your mouth. You say it first and when you act it, you are acting on supernatural intelligence. Amen. So that's one area to agree with God on. Saying I have everything that I need. Everything I need is within my reach. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. What's another area that you can agree or should agree with God through your words? I, you will never have a need that does not have a supply. Amen. It's not possible. You will never, as a child of God, have a need that does not have a supply. It's not possible. So when you know this, when needs arise... You just talk supply. Yes. Philippians 4.19 tell us, But my God shall supply, not, not may, shall. shall. That's the strongest way of describing it to you. Shall supply all my needs. All, all. When we read that scripture in our church, I make them stay on all a long time. You know, And we say, my God shall supply, and I make them go, all my needs. If you watch us take offering, that's what, what we do. All my needs. Somebody say, why you do that? Because uh, we, you don't want the devil to fool people into thinking maybe he doesn't cover this one or that one. And so all, keep going till all is included. Amen. Amen. So you'll never find a need that does not have a supply. That's why you wake up every day knowing I have a supply. I have a supply. If it's coming out of your mouth, guess what? Your steps will move towards supply. Why do people's steps don't move towards supply? They're not talking supply. They're not talking supply. Remember, your words direct your life. If you are agreeing with what God said and you're talking supply, you will find yourself stepping towards supply. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. What's another area that you should believe or agree with God in? Healing belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. It's already yours. Just like salvation was yours. And prosperity was yours. Healing belongs to you. It belongs to you. You're not trying to get God to heal you. God can't even make a decision as to whether you can be healed now or not. You can't. It, it's already late. Because Jesus already took the stripes. The transaction has been completed. There's no refund on that transaction. <laughs> Amen. It's final. Himself took our infirmities. Hallelujah. And by his stripes, we were healed. If we were healed, it means we are healed. That means we are in possession of healing. 
What's your job? Agree with it. Talk like it. Talk like it. Say it. Healing belongs to me. Healing belongs to me. I'm not trying to get healed. I am the healer. Amen. I am the healer. I am the healer. There will never be a time that a believer is no longer healed. It's not possible. Because that transaction is irreversible. Hallelujah. But if it's not in your mouth, then you won't enjoy it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> so what are we saying? You remember in Galatians 3.13? It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Yes. Oh, aren't you glad? Yes. Ooh, be a mere curse for us. For it's a curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Yes. Which is you and I. That we might receive the promise that the Spirit made through faith. Through faith. Through faith. So what, what do you say then? The blessing is on me. The blessing is on me. Not going to. It's on me. And because the blessing is on me, I prosper. Amen. Because the blessing is on me, I prosper. I prosper. <laughs> Amen. Remember the Bible said that the blessing, it maketh rich. And it adds no sorrows to it. And the blessing is on you. Why? Christ has redeemed you. Yes. Christ has redeemed you. Yes. So what do you say? The blessing is on me. The blessing is on me. The blessing is on me. You see, the more you acknowledge it, the Bible says that, that in Philemon 1, 6, that through the acknowledgement of everything you have in, every good thing you have in Christ, your faith becomes effectual or effective. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Or your faith becomes uh, uh, possessive. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Or, you, you know, if we can say it like that. Amen. So you acknowledge it. Amen. So you are to say the word in order to have it. Everything that God designed for your life, He packaged. He packaged it in His word and said, This is your experience. This is what heaven has recorded. For you to experience in his word. He loaded you up. He loaded you up. Amen. And said, this is what I've designed for you. you remember the Bible tells us in First uh, uh, Corinthians 2, 9. It said, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of men the things. I like things. Amen. Amen. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed them to us by his spirit. Okay, so where are those things? In the word. Because Jesus gave us another clue in John uh, 16, 13. He said that, how be it when the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth is come, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. Okay, and Jesus said, Father, sanctify them with thy word. Thy word is truth. So everything that God has designed for you, he packaged in the truth. And that's why he said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. The truth shall make you free. So this truth is to govern your life. Yes. But in order for it to govern your life, it has to govern your mouth. Yes. 
It has to be found in your mouth. Amen. That's one of the things that righteousness did for you. It puts you in a place to be able to conduct truth. You remember those guys that tried to build the Tower of Babel? The Bible said they imagined and they were building. They said, we're going to build us a tower to reach heaven. Hmm? To get up there. And God came down and said, hey, I'm going to keep them from building. So I'll destroy all their buildings. Was that what the Bible said? No, 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 no. What did God do to keep them from going forward? The Bible said that he confounded their speech. They were no longer understanding each other. That was what sin did to mankind. You see, before we were created in the image of God, we can understand God, we speak God words, we talk God talk. And because we talk God talk, we had God kind of business. We could conduct business with God. Sin came and sin gave men a different language. And that was the language of doubt and unbelief. What was that? So that whatever God says, man says the opposite. And man couldn't go up further. Man couldn't extend further. And man became a slave. Why? Because he couldn't speak the same language that God was speaking. But righteousness returned us back to a place, to a position where we could speak like God. To speak like God means to talk faith, to talk the word. Now God and us can have transactions together. Amen. We are repositioned. And if you look through scripture, I know I'm saying a, a, a little bit to you this morning without just going, okay, let's do that. We don't have a lot of time. But you see, if you look through scripture, you will find, remember God dealing with the people of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 30 in verses 19 and 20. He says, I have the heaven to record this day against you. I place before you life and death. He said, choose life. Choose life. Choose life. And how do you choose life? Well, we know that in Proverbs 18, verse 21, it says, The power of life and death is in the tongue. So how do you choose life? With your words. With your words. So you choose life with your words. When you made Jesus Lord, the Bible said you were recreated in Christ Jesus. Yes. Now you are in a position to not only choose life, but you have life inside of you. And every word that comes out of your mouth should be words of life. Yeah. Replenishing everything around you. Yes. Multiplying everything around you. Yes. Subduing everything around yes. you. Returning you back to Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So now we can speak the Father's language. And that's the language of faith. Come on. Amen. 
Heaven is waiting for, to cooperate with you. Glory to God. The Bible tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking to show himself strong on the behalf, on the behalf of him whose heart is perfect toward him. A perfect heart toward God is a heart filled with faith. A perfect heart toward God is a heart whose mouth is talking the same thing that God is talking. Amen. You don't want to have your mouth out of alignment when it comes to God. You want to align with God so that you can have the same flow. Amen. So that's important that we recognize that. The power is available for us. For us. Every time. Do you know that every action of faith, every time you act in faith, the power of God comes to your response. The power of God responds to you. Yes. Every, time. Every, time. Every, time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Whether you feel it or not. Whether you see it or not. We were singing that song. Even, even though you don't see it, it's working, right? Even though you don't feel it. Philip is walking. He never stops. He never stops walking. He never stops. He never stops walking. Why? How does it start walking to start with? Words of faith. Words spoken. Words acted upon. Amen. So the power always meets you. Power of God always meets you. Somebody say, I'm waiting for the power of God to meet me. Talk the power. The power meets confessions of the word. Amen. Amen. So, speaking God's word is you operating with God. How many of you would like to do transactions with God on a regular basis? I mean, just regular basis. Someone said, what you doing? I just had this transaction with God. <laughs> Amen. On a regular basis. On a regular basis. Transacting with God. How do you do that? Just speak his word. Speaking his word. Yeah. Reading the word. Believing the word. And speaking it. That's you operating with God. Mm -hmm. Now. I have to warn you. Okay. Yeah. To operate with God like that. Is to operate in the realm of possibilities. Yeah. Woo. Hallelujah. In the realm where all things are possible. All things. All things. All things. All things. All things. All things are possible. That's what talking the word of God and acting the word of God will bring you into. It will bring you into the realm of possibilities. Somebody say, how can you do this? Well, let me find the scripture. You find the scripture, you put them in your mouth, and each time you speak it, the power of God goes, roar! Hallelujah! It's sort of like, you know, you're driving a big truck and you're going up the hill and you push the, that throttle pedal and you go, ooh, and you go, ooh. Each step of faith is met with the power of God. Amen. And the power, of, I mean, when the power of God shows up, he doesn't say, oh, can this be done? No. When the power shows up, it's to get it done. It's to get it done. Is to get it done. 
the power showing up equals the job getting done. How do you get the power to cooperate? Speak the word, act like it's so. Speak the word, act like it's so. So in 2023, for instance, what do you desire to have God do in your life or to see in your life? Pick up the scripture. Pick up the scripture. Somebody say, well, um, I don't know where to start, brethren. Where do you start? The scripture is big. I'll give you an example. The Bible said that he will increase you more and more. You and your children. So you can look at every area of your life. And you say, I say to you, increase. Yes. Amen. Increase. Yes. Somebody said, what, what do you base that on? He said he will increase me more and more. So what are you doing? You're taking that word and you put it in your mouth. When you speak it, heaven goes, glory to God. Amen. Amen. You speaking it empowers your step. You see, some, some people try to say, I just want to walk by faith. I just want to walk. But if you don't talk by faith, you can't walk by faith. That's right. If faith is not in your mouth, it won't be in your steps. You see what I mean? So you put it in your mouth and you talk it. Amen. You talk it. You talk it. You talk it. Amen. See, that's how God did for you. God gave you his word to take charge. People think, okay, if I go to school, I'll get charged. You know, I'll take charge. If I get money, I'll take charge. School, money, without the word, is subject to the curse. Come on, come on. Remember, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. It's good to be educated. We should all be. It's good to have money. We should all be. But money without faith, without the word. Will make you a slave to it. That's right. But the word is given to us. You see, acting by faith, let me tell you, this is not something you do to survive. Acting by faith is something you do to remain in charge. Faith is not to put you in a place to survive, it's to put you in a place to be in charge. So you can imagine then what speaking words of faith will do for you. It will put you in charge. It will put you in charge. It will make you master in every situation. Every situation. Why? You are fueled by the word of God. Amen. You are fueled by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're fueled by the words. Yes. Amen. Amen. Words is how you get what belongs to you. Yes. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the devil's place and I'm going to take everything that belongs to me. I'm marching. I'm going to go to the devil's place and take everything that belongs to me. Not without the word in your mouth. That's right. Look at Acts chapter 20 verse 32. <laughs> Look at Acts 20, verse 32. Glory to God. My, my. Praise God. Acts 20. It might be helpful if I look it up myself, right? 
Acts 20, look at verse 32. Apostle Paul speaking, he said, Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them which are sanctified. Okay. This is how it works. It says, I'm, I'm commending you to God and to the word of his grace. What will that word do? It will build you up. And then it will give you your inheritance. Okay? The mistake that many people make is, you know, you hear what I'm saying today. Okay, woo! I'm, gonna pr- I'm just going to speak the word. I'm just going to speak the word. And you're speaking, looking at your condition, your circumstances to change. The number one place that the word works first is on you. Is on you. Have you heard me preach that before? It works on you first. Because it builds you up first. And then it gives you your inheritance. Amen. Amen. Many people are problem minded. So all they look for is I just need the word to solve my problem. But you see, the word doesn't solve anybody's problem. Yes. Yeah. You can take the word, go deposit it in your bank account, see if it multiplies anything. No, it doesn't do. You can carry the word, it doesn't do anything. How does the word function? It functions through you. Yeah. Through you. Through you. The Bible says, so mightily grew the word and prevails. You're the garden that the word grows in. Okay? So when you begin to confess the word, it will begin to build you up. How does the word of God build you up? It will begin to push out wrong images. Wrong images of how you've seen yourself in the past. It will push up Push out those things. Why? To create the image of the word within you. And when that happens, your steps becomes making a photocopy. What do I mean by that? See, when you put a document on a photocopy machine, you push start. You don't have to pray that you get the same. Why? It will print whatever is on top of it. Okay? When the word of God builds the same image on the inside of you, okay, and you act based on that word, based on that same image, it will produce the same. The same thing. Same thing. Same thing. People who don't understand this frustrate their life. They're grabbing the word. I want the word to change my situation. Oh God, your word, your word, your word. You see, the word walks through you. It transforms you. Enabling you to grasp the blessing. Enabling you to lay hold of what that word brought to you. You see, when we look for transformed lives, transformed situation. Without understanding that we ourselves have to be transformed first. Then we can be easily deceived. That's why it seems like it's taking so long for certain things to happen in some people's lives. 
Why? They are not allowing the word to transform them. They are not allowing the word to give them that image. For example, when the word takes a hold of you, you never see yourself hopeless. You never see yourself hopeless. And when you don't see yourself hopeless, the way you act is different. From somebody who is looking at the situation. This is hopeless. This is hopeless. And what do you see? They're frantic. Oh, oh. They're anxious. They're already in, in disobedience. Why? Because the word says be anxious for nothing. Okay? But when the word has transformed you. You allow that word of God to build you up first. It will erase every trace. Every trace of hopelessness. It would erase every trace of desperation. So if you find yourself desperate for anything, it means the word hasn't gotten a hold of you in that area. That's why I teach our people, you're never desperate. You're not desperate. You're not desperate for a husband. You're not desperate for a wife. You're not desperate. Because if you don't pay attention, you will pick the fake. Are you listening? Yeah. You pick the fake. Uh-huh. So you allow that word to build you up first. What? When the word builds you up, it gives you confidence. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. It gives you confidence and you look at things with confidence. Yeah. For instance, in business, when the word of God gives you confidence, you don't look at a business and say, oh, this is my last chance. This is my last chance. Yeah. No, you look at it from a mastery position. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Get going on those investments that God's been talking to you about. Get going. Time, there's a window, so get going. You don't need a special faith. He's talked to you about it. Get going. Got me? So, when the word of God is building you up, it's building you up, it's building you up, it addresses you first. Changing the image on the inside of you. Causing you to see yourself different. Glory to God. When you see yourself different, your situation is over. It's over. Why? Remember, Jesus was on the boat, the same boat that the people that were screaming was in. He was in the same boat. Yet he was sleeping. We can say a whole lot of that. Amen. So, confess the word of God. Yes. Talk about it. Yes. You know that word confess? You know what it means? It means to agree. Yeah. Confess the word of God. Confess it over you. That means you agree with it. Yeah. That's all I have to do? Yeah. That's how you get big stuff. That's how you get big truck. Come on. <laughs> That's how you get big truck. That's how you get big truck. That's how you get that truck, George. That's how you get it. Confess. Confess. Confess it. Confess. You see, by confessing, you are agreeing. So let's just agree. Yeah, go to Job 22, 21. Let's look at it. <laughs> Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. Job twenty-two, twenty-one. 
I'd like to read it to you in Amplified Bible, if we could. That way you see. King James first says, you know, acquaint now your, thyself with him and be at peace and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. That's King James Version. Look at Amplified Classic. It says, acquaint now yourself with him. Agree with God. And show yourself. This is the part we were emphasizing earlier. And show yourself to be conformed to his will. That means allow your agreement to mold you personally. You see what I mean? Show yourself, not your circumstance. Show yourself to be conformed to his will. And be at peace. <laughs> be at peace. Look at what will happen. By that. By what? By agreeing with God. And showing yourself. To be conformed to his will. By agreeing with God. And showing yourself to be conformed to his will. Guess what will happen? You shall prosper. And small good. Shall come to you? No. No. No, no, no. What does it say? Great good. Great good. Great good. What's an example of great good? This is me. This is my thinking. When I see great good, I consider, I think of bread, you know. Good would be somebody handing you a loaf of bread. Good came to you. Somebody brought you a basket full of fresh made, freshly baked bread. <laughs> and you're going, mmm. Great good yeah. to me will be somebody just gave me the key to the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Huh? Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. That way I can enjoy and invite other people. Yeah. To enjoy. That brings the fulfillment of the blessing. I will bless you. And I will make you a blessing. How does this happen? Agree with God. Agree with God. How do you agree with God? By agreeing with his word. I mean if I showed up and said. Hey agree with me. You'd be like. The next thing in your mind would be like. On what? With what? With what? So when God says, agree with me, he's telling you, agree with what he said. Yes. Yes. With what he said. Yeah. Amen. Agree with the way God describes you. Yeah. Do you know that, that, that's, that, that, what, that that's what faith is? Yeah. Faith is just you agreeing with the description of God that God has of you. Yeah. If God says, I'm healed, I'm healed. That's you. Right. Agreeing. And that's you in faith. You're not healed because you don't have any symptoms. You're not healed because you're not having any challenges. You're simply healed because of what he said. Feeling or no feeling. Doctor's report or no doctor's report. You agree. And when you agree, that's when the power kicks in. Because the power is in the word. Every word of God has the power within it to fulfill it. So when you agree with the word of God, that's you agreeing with the power of God. Yes, hallelujah. 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 
Amen. I agree with the power of God. So it's not just saying I agree with the word. I agree with God. No, you are agreeing with power. You are agreeing with power. That means you are saying power, have your way. Have your way. So how do you have this on a constant basis? Take time to find out the truth. Take time to find out the truth. This thing that I'm talking about to you doesn't just fall like that. It doesn't come by just coming to church only. Though coming to church is part of it. But you come to hear the word. You come, I was preaching it in recent time in Nigeria. God said to me, you know, people, we come to church to get faith to spend. You know, some people go, go to some places to get money. How many of you like money? <laughs> you need it on the earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. So, the, and you can buy anything. I had a series that God had me do. You can buy anything without money. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can buy anything without money, what is it that you buy with? Faith. Yes. Faith. Yes. The word of God put all those things into place. So with the word abiding in you and coming out of your mouth, they will respond to you. Yes, amen. That the friend used to say that everything on the earth has an ear. Yes, that's right. That's hear right. you. That's right. That's right. Amen. 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 So, what are you to do? You build yourself on you build yourself up on the word. Take the word of God. Believe everything the word said. Believe everything the word said. If God said I'm rich, I am rich. If God said I'm whole, I'm whole. Believe it quick. Don't debate. You know what you debate with. You know, you know how people debate. People don't often come and say, God, but I don't believe that. You know how they debate with God? The word will say something and they will look at their circumstance. Mm. Okay, Lord, I believe you. I believe you it will come to pass. I believe you will come to pass. No. When God says it, that's it. You latch on to it. You confess it. That's what you say. That's what you see. Hallelujah. Are you getting something? You getting help? Amen. See, that's why it's important to put the word in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. How do you get it in your mind? You do it on purpose. The confession has two, there, there's a, I guess I can say it this way. It has two processes to it. Yeah. Some people can describe it to you different. Number one is you're confessing it over yourself. That's you meditating. You're speaking the word over you. What are you doing? You're making deposits. You're making deposits. You're making deposits, just like your bank accounts. Why do you write checks? Why do you spend money? You spend money against a need. But in order to spend it, you've got to get it into the bank first. That's right. right. You've got to get it into the bank first. In this case, you've got to get the word inside of you first. How do you get the word inside of you? By taking time to meditate it. Meditate it. You're looking at the word. You're talking the word to yourself. 
You're looking at the word, talking the word to yourself. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Everything I put my hands to shall prosper. I am of God. Therefore, I overcome the wicked one. I am of God. Therefore, therefore, I overcome. The basis for my overcoming is because I'm in Christ. I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. What are you doing? You're meditating on the word. That way, you're not leaning on anything to pronounce you an overcomer. The word already pronounced you an overcomer. So that's what you're talking. That, that's how you meditate on the word of God. You're yeah. talking the word to yourself. I'm an overcomer. An yeah. overcomer. I have the mind of God. I have the mind of Christ. I see things the same way God sees it. Amen. How does that happen? You let the word settle you. Yeah. Let the word settle you. How do you know that the word is working? When you are settled each time you hear the word. If the word doesn't settle you, it's not inside yet. What do you do? Do you give up? No. You keep on putting it in. Keep on putting it in. Because the word that abides in you will settle you. It will settle you. It will settle you. It will settle you. The Bible talks about be anxious for nothing. How do you get to that place? Let the word abide in you. The word will not abide in you without you participating. How do you do that? Your purpose approach the word. I'm going to put the word inside of me. I'm going to put the word inside of me. Just like you will be presented with a plate of food. That food wouldn't abide inside without your participation. <laughs> Somebody say, I just looked at the plate and I gained weight. No, it's not possible. <laughs> it, had a, it, it made its way through your mouth. <laughs> it made its way through your mouth. Same with the word. It has to go through your mouth. To go inside and then it has to come through your mouth to affect your life. So when we're talking confession, confession to put it in, confession to bring it out. Faith comes by hearing, hearing. If all you hear is what your pastors say, when they say it, you're not hearing enough. That's the role of meditating. You taking the word and speaking it over yourself so you can hear yourself. You know, you, can, you believe yourself more than you believe anybody. You know that? You believe yourself more than you believe anybody. So apply that when it comes to confession. You speak that word over yourself because you will believe yourself quicker than anybody. You believe yourself quicker than your pastors even. So you take that word, you're speaking it. You're hearing yourself. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I know, I know. Have you ever met somebody? They think they are so right. <laughs> oh my gosh, they think they're so right and they have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> what? They believe themselves. Uh-huh. How about do the same with what we know that's already right? Yeah. The word. Yes. You convince yourself so much. Yeah. You believe the truth so much that, it will, that nothing shall be able to move you. So you speak. So now, this year, in order to have a confession of what you desire, you have to first get it inside. Yes. See? Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Because yes. so many people rush out for, okay, I want result, I want result, I want result. Just, 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 just. You know, it's like desire. Hey, I want some french fries. I want some french fries. But french fries starts with planting potatoes. <laughs> if you don't plant potatoes, there will be no potatoes. 
and there'll be no french fries. Amen. So that's how you start. That's what the Bible talks about, you know. First, you know, you plant it, and there'll be blade, mm? and then the, the, the stalk will grow, and then the ears. There's a process to this. The longer you delay, the longer you, you will delay seeing the results. Amen. I tell people, God's not a magician. That's what he told me. Because, you know, I tried to, you know, back in the day, oh, God, you do this. Oh, God, you do this. Oh, God, you do this. And he would say to me, son, how exactly do you think I'm going to do this? And then you get your spiritual voice. God can do anything. Not without your cooperation. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Not without your cooperation. Are you cooperate? You take that word, put it inside. Put it inside. On purpose. On purpose. You don't feel it. This is not a feeling. This is not a feeling. Let that word get inside. Get inside. Somebody say, what are you doing? I'm building my portfolio. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're putting it inside. You're putting it inside. You're putting it inside. What you put inside will come out. And what will affect your life is what will come out of your heart. Remember? Proverbs 4.20, my son, my son, attend to my word. Let it not uh, 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 depart from thine eyes. Keep it in the midst of thine heart. Huh? Let's read it so I don't butcher it. So, so you see the same process. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I speak in the name of Jesus. To that custody issue that just keeps dragging on and keeps dragging on. Stop and reverse in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20. Are we doing okay with time? Yes. It says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine, art, uh, of thine heart. For they are life to them that find it. And health to all their flesh. Look at verse 23. Keep thy heart. With all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. New Living Translation of the same verse says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. It determines the course of your life. How does it work? Attending to the word? Get the word inside. The word abides in your heart. Because the same word that abides in your heart will come back up to direct your life. Yeah. You put it in first. You put it in first. So every area of your life that you're wanting to see changing in 2023, take the word of God and put it in your heart. Put it in your heart. Put it in your Put, put it in your heart. Put it in there until it builds up and it starts to come back out. 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So you on purpose confess it to put it in. And as it builds up and builds up and expands, it starts to come out. And when it comes out, it comes out in a spendable form. The word in your iPad or on your phone is not in the spendable form. What makes it spendable is after it's been put inside of you, you've meditated on it, and it comes out of your mouth in a spendable form. Amen. Amen. The same word, you don't carry the word and just go, uh, you know, like you don't carry the Bible. Say, By his Christ I'm healed. You know, you get that page. You get that page in 1 Peter 2.24 and you start rubbing it on your body. <laughs> By his Christ I'm healed. That's, that's not how it works. Right. You can even tear up the page and rub it on your shoulders and your, uh, your ankles, wherever. It, that's not how. The Bible said, Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The only species that can conduct it are spiritual people that are alive. And that's you. So you take that word, you put it inside. You put it inside. How do you put it inside? You confess it. Confess it to get it inside. Confess it to get it inside. Confess it to get it inside. Lock yourself in the room. Somebody said, what you're doing? Excuse me, I'm busy. Thank you, Father. You supply every need. According to your riches and glory by Christ, by, by Christ Jesus. I am who God says I am. I am the head and not the tail. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Who infuses inner strength into me. Woo! Who infuses inner strength into me. Woo! What, 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 what are you doing? You are practicing this word. You're getting inside. You're getting it inside. It's like a football player getting ready to practice for the game of his life. Why? He's not playing to lose. He's playing to win. So he's practicing. Oh my God. Shall supply all of my... I don't move by what I see. I'm only moved by the word of God. What are you... You're building it. You're building it. You're building it. And when you come out, that's you playing on the field of life. And this time you're not playing to lose. You're playing as one in command. Amen. Amen. That's how you guarantee your steps to produce. Amen. Did you learn something today? Oh my gosh, I went contrary to my notes. <laughs> but, uh, <you're laughs> see, we are all at different places, but we ought to be all increasing. Amen. You know, you can take the word of God and calm yourself down. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a hungry baby desiring milk? I mean, he gets so fired up. <laughs> okay, come down. Just get the milk. You put the bottle in his mouth. and Just hold it there. Hold it there. What do you, you can do the same thing with yourself. Calm yourself down. Uh, 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 you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know. No, 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 just, just get the milk. Just, 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 just get the milk. Close your mouth and suck on the milk. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Remember the Bible said, as, as godly, I'm paraphrasing it, desire the sincere milk of God's word. 
that you may grow thereby. When you grow, you dominate. So we could put it this way, that you may dominate your world thereby. Because you're already born a winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's wrist has been bothering you. Are you here? Your wrist? Who is it? You? All right. Praise God. Stand up and receive your healing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. See, it pays to be in church. Yes, it does. Can I give you one more thing? Yes. You will hear me say this often. Part of the reason people have delayed progress in their walk with God, in the development of their faith, is because they don't esteem highly the place that God set them. And for you, it will be your local church. This is the place that God sets you to deliver the word for you. This is your feeding place. Remember the Bible said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But keep, keep reading. And you get up to the place where it says, he, he, he feeds me. Right? This is your pasture. This is your pasture. Your place of feeding. If you don't eat here. Trying to put anything else inside. Will be like trying to take vitamins. Without the real food settling. It will make your body somehow. They say in Nigeria. <laughs> you know. Your, 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 your body won't act normal. Amen. See, everything else is supplement. You got to get the real food yeah, yeah. that got designed. Yeah. Just, and then you can add on anything else. Yeah. You can't make it, if you're watching by live stream, you can't make it without being in the place where God set you. Yes. If it won't work. Yeah. It's a form of deception to think that just you confessing it alone will suffice. Because you see, God gives the pastors the word in season yes. for you. Yes. Amen. Amen. And that word in season becomes your template to build upon. Yes. But if you're not there to receive it, oh my gosh, you will suffer for no reason. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. So don't play, don't play with the place God set you. Every time you come, remember, you're about to get your spending money. And if you know anything about spending money, you tell somebody, be here, you're going to get your spending money. Have you ever seen the uh, Black Friday sales and stuff? Uh -huh. Oh, my God. They say, if you arrive early, you get coupons. 80% off. And guess what people will do? They'll arrive. I mean, they, they'll park there. 
They, f- they hardly finished their Thanksgiving meal. They're already at the store. Why? Because they think they can get something from it. It's important. The Lord delivered me out of that years ago. I read on the sale that there was this big sale. You know, I've never done it, so I was let me just try this. So it was J.C. Penny. So I got up. He was just, you know, I just want to try this. This was years ago. So I got in line. Half awake, and I'm in line going. And the guy in front of me was talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I made sure I drank plenty of coffee. Because, you know, they have $5 off of this. I said, what? I got out the line and drove home. I said, I don't belong here. To deny myself of sleep for $5. I'm in the wrong company. So I got out and went home. Guess what happened? That word began to get a hold of me. You don't increase by that. You increase by you knowing the word. Confessing it. Confessing it. Confessing it. And besides, I could sleep more and be on time for church. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Anybody in here own a restaurant? Restaurant? You're planning to start one? Anybody? Did I minister that to you before? What are you waiting for? Wow. It just keeps coming back up. God is so good. He keeps coming back up. He keeps coming back up. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, I'm not sure. God, can I help you with what God said to me? There's some things he's told me to do before. And I'm saying, Lord, you know, yeah, I'm waiting, you know. I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm waiting to get stuff. And God said, get it then. Uh, if, if I'm saying to him, I'm waiting for clarity. He's saying, get clarity now. Just get clarity. So many times we say we're believing God, we're not really stepping out. If it's clarity we need, nobody's telling you jump off into something you don't have clarity on. But the fact is, just get clarity. Act on it. Because in his light, you will see light. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God. Amen. Somebody goes to Mexico to buy certain things. Don't go there in the month of April. Are you listening? Don't go there in the month of April. Whoever that belongs to, listen. Amen. All right. Praise God. I believe that's what I have for you today. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. All heads bow. I just want to just make sure I'm hearing right. Does that apply to anyone here? If that applies to you, just wave at me. Okay, thank you. Praise God. I just want to know, you know. Sometimes you get some interesting things. You go, hmm, I've not heard that before. But praise God. Amen. If you need healing, hands laid on you. To join our faith with your faith. To release the endowment that God put on our lives to bless you. Come on up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Anybody in here dealing with kidney issues? Kidneys? Anybody? Okay, she's coming. Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What do you need healing for? In the name of Jesus, I command every swelling to go down now. We loose it and cause it to function like it's supposed to in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you the one with the kidney issues? Father, I thank you for your healing power. Bring to full function. There. I see them checking the papers. They say, oh, it's not functioning well. Come out and function like you're supposed to. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It'll change completely. It'll change. Those numbers, listen, haven't been staying stable. It goes like this, and it's a concern sometimes. But from this day on, it will improve greatly. In Jesus' name. And it will even, I see the liver picking up even better. Oh yeah, praise God. He pays to be in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Your thumb, right? Thumb. I see myself grab you like this and say, what are you going to do about what God told you? You let it slip for so long, it's now in your head. It's like, oh, oh, it's like it's no longer clear. But in the name of Jesus, I say, clarity comes to you. And I command all those troubling things that come up here, come up there to cease. In the name of Jesus. Now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Does that bear witness with you? You know what to do. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Angels are ready to assist you. They've been there. So just act. Just act. You're not limited to that circle. Because that seems to be what draws you. You're not limited to that circle. God can expand you beyond that. Because you know, you look around, but this is where it is. But this is where it is. If you can only see the picture of what God has, you wouldn't let where you are limit you. You come greater. Great, 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 great. Praise God. Who is that in your family? There's a sick one in your family. They've been sick, sick, sick. Do they live with you or they're far away? My wife, he just prayed for her. Ah, praise God. Amen. Healing is flowing in your family. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. God's good. Don't take this year lightly. Just go all the way. Go all the way. Like you know what I mean by all the way. Take it and don't let go. Take it and don't let go. Take it and don't let go. We don't go by what anybody says. We thank God for medical doctors. But healing doesn't come from doctors. Healing comes from the Lord. And it belongs to you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Man, if somebody ever told me that I would switch jobs, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Amen. Let that finish the talking. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Father, we thank you for this precious family. We thank you that your plan for this congregation shall come to pass. Thank you for full supply. Angels that are sent to minister finances to this congregation. We release you. Go cause finances to come. And I declare in Jesus' name that fresh ideas will rest and fall like misting from heaven upon this precious people. In Jesus' name. We thank you. It will be a quick walk and they will function in full capacity of what you've called them to. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you. Love you all, Pastor. Love you. Praise God.